Welcome to the Fertile Womb Podcast. My name is Holly, and I'm the owner of Rosebud Wellness, which is a women's holistic health practice in Southern California. In my practice, I use acupuncture, yoni steaming, abdominal massage, and the fertility awareness method to support women on their conception journey. In this podcast, I will be sharing about some of the practices and tools that I use in my practice, and also will be interviewing women about their own personal fertility journey, as well as other professionals in the fertility space. Thanks so much for listening. Please enjoy. If you're actively trying to conceive right now or will be sometime in the next couple of years, then I have a very exciting offering for you. So I have a self-study course, which is called Conscious Conception with Fertility Awareness. And in this course, we go through everything that you need to know about consciously conceiving your baby. So we start off by making sure that we are laying the foundations of really understanding the menstrual cycle and how the anatomy and physiology in a female body works, because this is all really important background information for understanding how your fertility works. So then we talk about ways in which you can prepare your body for pregnancy. So if you've been on hormonal birth control, there's some information on how to optimize your fertility after coming off of hormonal birth control, how long to give yourself before trying to conceive after you stop taking birth control. Um, Then we talk about preconception nutrition, so the nutrients that are really essential in the preconception phase, so the three to six months before conception, and that will then lead to a healthier pregnancy and postpartum phase as well. And then we talk about the menstrual cycle and the ways in which, as a fertility awareness educator, the ways in which I look at the cycle and assess the cycle and how that might reflect a woman's fertility and her ability to become pregnant. We talk a lot about the diet and lifestyle methods to incorporate in order to have healthy hormones and more optimal fertility. And then of course, we break down all of the aspects of the fertility awareness method in a really specific way. So I am going to teach you how to track and chart all of the aspects of fertility awareness, which include basal body temperature, cervical mucus, and cervical position in a really, really specific, organized way so that you make sure that you're getting the most accurate information every single cycle. And then we make sure that you really understand how to identify when and if you are ovulating with the cross-check method, which means that you're comparing basal body temperature to cervical mucus, and it's all described in that lesson. And then we bring everything together in order to get it all onto a chart. So I provide you in the course with a template that you can put into the app that I recommend. And that will help you to make sure that you get all of the information that you have been taught into your actual actual chart. So it's not that you're just theoretically collecting all of this data and then just kind of having it in the back of your mind and then probably forgetting about it. You're putting everything down onto your chart so that you can then analyze it at the end of that cycle. And then we talk about ways to optimize your chances of conception. So timing is really important. Sperm and egg quality are also really important. And then also other ways that you can optimize your fertility outside of just the fertility awareness method and supplementation and diet and lifestyle. Um, Some of the holistic treatment modalities that I offer, for example, so acupuncture, abdominal massage, and uh, yoni steaming, moxibustion, Chinese herbal medicine. These are all things that I share about. 
And then I also provide you with links of ways that you can find a provider in your area if you are not local to me. And it may seem a little strange, but I also include a module on the postpartum phase in this course. And the reason for that is because after you have your baby, a lot of women just don't even really think about the fertility awareness method or that they could possibly apply it in this time period. And so it's definitely really important postpartum for assessing your overall health and your fertility. So as your fertility is returning, then, you know, being able to prevent pregnancy for a period of time, either for spacing children or potentially for not having any more children, depending on your goals. Um, and then there is a module about preventing pregnancy. And the reason for that is because many women will be interested in stopping hormonal birth control, you know, a year or two before they are actually ready to conceive. And that's actually a really good thing and uh, really great for your body. And so there will be a period of time where you need to prevent pregnancy in another way. So I like to teach women about that as part of the conception course. And then also, as I mentioned before, it's possible that you will want to know about pregnancy prevention after you have a baby, um, to space children or to be done having children. So that is everything that's in the course. There's a link to join the course in the show notes of this episode. There's also information on my Instagram at rosebud underscore wellness. You can find links to that. And I also have my mentorship as well, which in the course is included in that as well, um, as well as a lot of one-on-one -on -one additional sessions with me. And as part of the course, you do get one one-on-one uh, -on -one session with me where you can pick my brain before you start or um, after you are done or sometime in the middle. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fertile Womb Podcast. I am doing a solo episode today, which I haven't done in a little while, but I am actually planning on doing more of these, um, just planning to share more about fertility. Probably you've noticed that the podcast has transitioned a little bit more into focusing primarily on fertility and optimizing your chances for conception. And the reason for that is because I do find that it's really helpful for people to kind of understand what you're doing in the world if you have a more concise message. And I think my message was getting a little bit confusing for people, even though all of it felt really connected for me personally, because we're never looking at one body area or one part of our lives in a compartmentalized way as separate from the whole picture. However, there are different phases of our lives where different things are a priority for us. And I would say that most of the women that were reaching out to me were desiring a pregnancy, were wanting to conceive. And so that is where I will be focusing my attention, uh, both in the podcast and then also on my Instagram and in the work that I do in the world. So that being said, today I am going to be sharing about yoni steaming specifically for fertility enhancement. And so if you've heard me share about yoni steaming before, then you probably already know that there isn't really a fertility protocol or fertility specific herbs. A lot of that stuff, when you see that people do fertility um, type treatments that are specifically just about getting 
pregnant, a lot of it is just marketing. It's just that they know that you want to get pregnant. They know that you're in a vulnerable place and you're looking for any answer, anything that will help you to achieve your goal more quickly and be more sort of like a a sure thing of like, this is for sure going to make you get pregnant. That sells because women that want to get pregnant really, really want to get pregnant most of the time. It's not sort of this like, oh, if it happened, there are definitely people in that space of like, if it happens, it happens. That would be wonderful. It would be such a blessing, Uh, but we're not really trying to press the issue. But many of the women that are seeking out fertility enhancing or wanting to optimize their fertility for their, for the chances of conception, they are really, really wanting to achieve pregnancy and maybe have even been trying for a little while or even for a long while and are looking for anything, whatever the missing piece might be for them and their journey so far. And so I just want to say that I don't think that yoni steaming in and of itself is going to be a make or break for your fertility. I think it is a tool, like all of the things that I offer. And I do think that it's it's a bigger picture thing. Like we, when we're working with fertility, we're working with your entire system, your whole body. So to steam your yoni isn't going to be enough if you're eating really crappy food, you're not eating enough, if you're over-exercising, if you're way crazy overstressed. So all of these pieces need to be in place in order for fertility, for conception to happen. And so yoni steaming can help to be a supportive practice on your journey, but is not in and of itself sort of like a one-stop shop. So with that being said, I I have six different herbal blends and it kind of depends on the person what blend would be most appropriate for them, even if they're all working on fertility. So that might seem a little bit confusing, like, oh, there's this medication for that thing. There's this medication for that other thing. And that is how it works in Western medicine, but in holistic medicine, in both Chinese medicine and Western herbalism, We look at the whole entire system. So we look at the whole body and we try to unlock the mechanism that is behind the symptoms that the person is experiencing. And for women that are having trouble getting pregnant, sometimes they don't even know exactly what their symptoms are. Like maybe they feel great. They have great energy. They have great cycles. They have regular periods they have, they, their mood is really balanced. So if what I'm describing is you, it's like, there's really no reason why I should be not, why I should not be getting pregnant. Like it doesn't really make sense. I'm really healthy. I feel really good. So some of the time with the fertility awareness method, tracking and charting that we're doing, we are able to uncover some signs that you maybe otherwise wouldn't have noticed. So when we're looking at the basal body temperature in the method that I teach, it's very specific about everything that we're looking for, when the temperature rise is happening, what the overall temperature levels are. We have a very specific method of tracking and charting cervical mucus, both in terms of how you do it, and then also how you chart all of that information in the charts that you create when you're tracking your cycle. And so it's really important for women to to know that there is a lot more information out there that your body is showing you, but you just have to know where to look, how to look, and how to interpret that once you put that into your chart. 
So I know this is a little bit of a tangent from specifically talking about yoni steaming, but it's really important because I use all of that information. So what the period looks like, when women are ovulating, if they're producing fertile quality cervical mucus, how long each of the phases of their cycle are to determine a yoni steaming plan. So the more information that I have from people, the more I can help them. So there have definitely been times when someone wants to come in for yoni steaming and they have no idea what's going on with their cycle. Maybe they say, oh, I have period pain. I don't really know what the color is. Um, you know, it comes every 30 days, but I don't know when I ovulate, you know, if there's that sort of like limited information, there's still a lot that we can do with yoni steaming. So I just work with whatever information that I have when I'm creating a, a steam plan for somebody. But for, for fertility in particular, if somebody is really wanting to achieve pregnancy, they're usually really willing to go that extra little part to start tracking and charting their cycle and have more information that then that helps me to be able to give them the most appropriate herbs and give them the best steam plan for them in particular. So it is important that we are always addressing any underlying issues. So for example, if somebody has fibroids or endometriosis or really severe period pain, that's an indication that there's a lot of stagnation or stuck energy and blood and chi in their womb space. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you will never be able to get pregnant. So if you've been told that for whatever reason, there are ways to work with those things and ways to clear that stagnation out with holistic medicine. And steaming is one of those things that you can use in for those specific situations. Also, if you have, you know, just like a little bit of period pain, if you have irregular cycles, if you're not producing much fertile quality cervical mucus, if your libido is pretty low, that is something that steaming can be really, really helpful for. If you're having to use a lot of lubrication, so if you are, I mean, ideally you would be using some sperm-friendly lubricants, um, so not all lubricants are created equal, and I'm not a lubricant expert, and partially because steaming is so useful for producing more natural lubrication that I haven't really needed to guide too many women on using lubricants. So that's really cool. So steaming is really helpful for that. So making it be feel more enjoyable for you. Um, and then also making you want to have sex more frequently and being a little bit more in touch with what your womb is asking you for too, both in terms of when you're fertile and when you're not. And then also in terms of like what you want to be calling into your life, what you want to be creating. And for a lot of people that are wanting to get pregnant, that is that they want to be creating a baby. So the more connection that you have with the space that is going to be growing your baby, the better. And the more that we can get really good circulation and warmth and, uh, chi circulation, blood circulation, and keeping that area, you know, just feeling like a really healthy, cozy space for a baby to, to grow, to live and to grow. 
So steaming, if someone is using it for fertility specifically, especially if they are actively trying to conceive, what I usually recommend is that they always prioritize steaming at the end of their period. And so we don't steam during the heavy or like uh, fresh red bleeding type time of our bleeding phase, but you can steam at the end of your period. So if you have any spotting at the end, that is an amazing time to steam. So definitely prioritize steaming, at least for that one day, if you have any spotting or right at the end of your period. And you can do steaming from anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes. And I do have a YouTube video, which I'll link in the, in the show notes of how to set up an advanced and a mild steam setup. And so in a mild steam setup, you really don't need any additional materials. All you really need is a pot, which you would use ceramic or stainless steel, um, and some herbs. And I do have herb blends, which I had on an Etsy shop, but they took all of my blends off because I was sharing about how I can work with certain conditions. And on Etsy, you are not allowed to say that you're curing or treating anything. And personally, I don't, I think that they are helpful for these things. And I want women to know that I want women to be able to Google their symptoms or their diagnosis and be able to find that these supportive herbs for themselves. And so I don't align with that perspective. So my blends are not going to be um, up on Etsy anymore. And I'll probably get them back up on my website again at some point, but we are changing so many things around on my website right now that we're kind of just doing one thing at a time. So um, that will be somewhere down the road. But for right now, I'm offering my six different herb blends. Just if people reach out to me, then I can ship them out to whoever and they just give me their address and Venmo me and we do it kind of the old school way. So there's that option. And then there's, if you look on Etsy, there are actually a lot of other Yoni Steam herb blends. And you will see that a lot of them are, you know, for fertility and things like that. And I'm, you know, I'm always just kind of curious about what's marketing and what's actually going to be supportive and helpful. And even just Etsy taking my blends off, it's like, you have to say these things this certain way, or you're not allowed to be on here. I just think is annoying. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't. So anyway, it left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth about Etsy and, and the herb blends that they do accept in on their website. So they're really great for all sorts of other things, um, of course. But yeah, so so anyways, you would just need a pot and herbs, potentially. You always want to be using a clean water source, so whatever you drink in your house, so filtered water in Southern California, where I live, the water is really gross, so you cannot drink from the tap. Where I grew up in Connecticut, we had well water, and we were always drinking right from the faucet, so it's a little bit of an adjustment, but definitely making sure that you are using clean water when you're steaming and you can purchase a sauna or you can just set up in the ways that I describe in the video with a mild steam setup and then you don't need any additional materials. And so to go back to what I was saying about when to steam, you could do that one day that your period ends or you could do three days in a row. That's another option. And then the other option would be to steam every single day of your follicular phase until you start producing fertile quality cervical mucus and you have unprotected sex. So if you are possibly pregnant, 
you don't want to be doing any more steaming. I don't personally believe that steaming would disrupt a healthy pregnancy. It's sort of like uh, the perspective of like, put your legs up against the wall, like after you have sex, so you hold everything. Like it, I really like when you're going to get pregnant, you're going to get pregnant. But we also don't want to do anything to disrupt your system or wonder about the things that we did and how that maybe could have impacted the pregnancy. So for example, if you had sex and didn't get pregnant, you wouldn't, and you had steamed during your fertile window, you wouldn't want to be thinking like, oh, is it because I steamed that I didn't get pregnant? So we just don't want to go there. And so if you are in your follicular phase and you haven't had unprotected sex yet, you can keep on steaming. And then once you are possibly pregnant, then you would want to stop steaming. And then you would wait until you, if you got your next period, then you would start steaming again in that same way, either the one, three, or all of the days of your follicular phase after you have your period. So that's usually what I recommend for fertility. And then the herb blends that I would recommend would depend on the person. So there is, I have a clearing blend, which I use most of the time for, you know, like period pain, irregular cycles, uh, PMS type stuff. It's really the most universal blend. The moving blend is really designed for women that have more severe stagnation. So cysts, fibroids, endometriosis. Um, really severe period pain, really dark blood, lots of really big clots, uh, especially if they're really dark. Um, the moisturizing blend is mostly designed for people that have limited cervical mucus or limited lubrication, uh, vaginal dryness, more like dry, uh, we call in Chinese medicine, yin deficient type people. So yeah, that would manifest in a variety of ways. So if that feels confusing and you're not sure, um, definitely reach out to me and I will try to clarify that for you. And then I also have my postpartum blend, which I would not specifically recommend right now. It really has been designed for after baby, but for it's always helpful for fertility clients to let them know that there are these postpartum resources for after they have their baby. Um, and it can also just help them feel excited that like, yes, pregnancy is possible and you're going to be on the other side of it with your baby and you're going to be steaming postpartum. Um, so there's that. And then I have the disinfecting blend, which is really helpful for women that are prone to infections. So uh, it is for bacterial vaginosis, yeast infections, UTIs, all of that kind of stuff. And then I have the strengthening blend, which I mostly designed for women that have really heavy bleeding. But this is where the nuance comes in. So I usually like to choose people's formulas for them, which was part of the issue with Etsy too, is that people could just choose whatever blend that they wanted. So when the blends were still up, of course, and I did have a lot of information on there about the, you know, what you would choose for certain situations, sort of like I'm running through right now. With that being said, there's always so much nuance because we're we're taking the whole picture. So somebody could have really heavy bleeding and it's because they need strengthening, they need tonifying. And that's really what the strengthening blend is designed for. But it could also be that they have so much stagnation. And this is really confusing, even for fellow acupuncturists, that how can stagnation mean that you're bleeding a lot? But it is sort of like if you think of 
a river. And if there's something blocking part of the river, it will just overflow outside of its normal pathway. So if you're having mid-cycle bleeding or bleeding a ton at your during your cycle, during your actual period, it's possible that, so for example, women that have endometriosis or fibroids, that's a really severe stagnation situation. And they often are bleeding really heavily. And that's that what I was just talking about with like the block in the river that's causing it to overflow. So there is a specific technique that you would use to address that type of situation where you would be using not the strengthening blend, but maybe using the moving blend for a shorter period of time. And for a lot of people, I'm also prescribing a Chinese herbal formula in conjunction with the external steaming process. And so, um, yeah, I think it's really important for people to understand that when you're steaming for fertility, there isn't a sort of one size fits all method. You're really working with your individual system and what herbs, when during your cycle, how long to steam for, all of that would really depend on what's going on with you and what your specific struggles and challenges are. Also, if you're going through an IUI or an IVF process, the medications can also have different impacts on how they affect your body. And I can't say that I have a ton of experience with using steaming in particular. I find that the people that are going through assisted reproductive technologies usually seek out my services more for acupuncture. So I've done a lot more acupuncture for those people rather than specifically recommending yoni steaming. So I do, my sense is that after your period, steaming would be supportive, but would that be too much circulation for that area? So this always goes back to being able to listen to your body. If you want like specific studies and research about everything, steaming is not your thing because there's one study really that I'm aware of, and it was done by my teacher and another woman that I absolutely love. And it was specifically about steaming for the, in the postpartum phase. So not really related to the fertility situation. So everything that I've learned about steaming has been through lived experience, both with my own body, with my clients' bodies, and with the stories that other women that I know share with me. And it is a beautiful, profound, really healing practice that you are, if you're more scientifically minded, um, maybe not going to resonate with, and that's totally fine. And there are so many things that can be supportive of fertility that do have more research behind them. So if that's more your jam, then go with that. So just to wrap up, Steaming for fertility, you're always getting to the root. We are always wanting to get more energy, more warmth, more circulation into your womb space. We are wanting to connect with that part of our bodies that maybe we've been disconnected from throughout our entire lives. And all of that can help in and of itself to support your fertility just by creating more space in that area and bringing our awareness there. 
So, and then it can also help to alleviate these other symptoms too. But I always recommend steaming in conjunction with the other treatment modalities that I offer. So if I am working with somebody virtually, I'm probably also teaching them the fertility awareness method. I'm probably also prescribing them a Chinese herbal formula. If I'm in person with somebody, I'm probably doing those things and giving them acupuncture or maybe doing an abdominal massage teaching them a self-care abdominal massage. So steaming in and of itself is not going to be like the golden ticket, um, but is really, really supportive. So I hope that's clear that I'm, I'm sort of presenting that it's, it's not the end all be all, but that it is really supportive. So Hopefully this was helpful. And if you have any questions about Yoni steaming or you want me to design a specific plan for you, I would love to. So please reach out to me. It's holly at rosebudwellness.com and I will um, get you on my schedule. So until next time, I uh, hope you're having a lovely day. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with somebody that you think might benefit from hearing some of the information that was shared here today. If you're interested in finding more about me, you can find me on my website at rosebudwellness.com, on Instagram at rosebud underscore wellness, or on Facebook at the Rosebud Wellness Community. Also, if you're feeling called to leave a, a rating or writing a review, that would be amazing. It really helps to get the podcast out to more listeners. Thanks so much for listening and until next time.